Welcome to Insider Marketing. I'm Mark Thomas, Head of Growth here at Powered by Search. And each week, we'll be breaking down a SaaS company's marketing, giving ideas about how we would improve the strategy to get more trials, demos, and revenue using demand gen, SEO, and paid media. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Insider Marketing. Today, I'm joined by Jess Boisvenu. Jess, how's it going? Good, how's it going? So far, so good. It's uh, like 1 p.m. here for me, but I guess for you, it's 9 on a Friday. It is. It is Friday. Are you ready for the weekend? Yes, I am very ready for the weekend. (laughs) I'm jealous that you're closer to it than I am. Uh, (laughs) That's true. I guess that's true. Um, true. Although I did start the week earlier than you did also. So, you know, fair game, right? (laughs) All right. Today, we're talking a little bit about planet and if you don't know what planet is, that's P-L-A-N-N-I-T. Here's a little bit of information that I prepared earlier. Now, before we dive into the episode today, I want to give you some context around Planet. Planet is a home service management software. They were founded in 2017 in Quebec. Like the majority of companies that we're going to talk about on Inside Marketing, we don't have conversion or revenue data, so we have to make some inferences. And our bet is that they're doing around 2 million ARR with a small team of 13 people total. Now, we are going to share strategy ideas for demand gen and paid media with Jess Boisvenu. Let's dive in. So Jess, that's a little bit of info about Planet. Now, as you've been looking at their site and and what they're doing on social media and and paid media in general, sorry, uh, throughout the week, how do you feel about them? Like, what's the kind of overview of your... Uh, of what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so we've definitely been taking a look at what they're doing across channels, their website, kind of their positioning, messaging. I think they're doing a lot of things really well. It's clear that they're competing in the channels where they should be, but there's still some opportunities, I think, for improvement in terms of keyword strategy, creative and messaging, and landing pages as well, which we'll dive into. So, Yeah, 100%. Can we start off with... Let's talk about their solutions pages, right? So what Planet does is it helps the vendors of those services to manage their business. So you can do things like sending invoices, uh, you can plan routes for your contractors, can kind of do like text messaging and all that kind of stuff, right? So they serve a broad range of people. The solutions pages are often missed out by SaaS businesses. So a solutions page really speaks to a specific kind of person. So in Planet's case, they've got pages for like lawn care software, snow removal software, pest control software. And their landing pages are so good. They're not necessarily impressive visually. They're not like really slick looking things. They don't look bad by any means, but what's really, really great about them is that the product illustrations are aligned to every one of the industries that they work with. So as an example, on the pest control software page, they have uh, chemical tracking and reporting listed as a feature. Now, what most companies will do when they are doing these solutions pages is they'll speak very generally about the features. They'll say, hey, maybe like, I don't know, maybe lawn care could use this feature and maybe pest control could also use it. And they'll then go and basically create the same piece of copy and paste it onto each page. Now, that gets the job done, but it doesn't help the customer. So it doesn't help the actual person who's buying. 
right? It doesn't help them understand, okay, what is it specifically about chemical tracking and reporting that is useful for me? I run a pest control business. Planet actually does go into specifics about that. So two ways they do that. The first one is that they show a picture of, I've got to say, a very cute rat on their actual product. And it shows how that picture of the cute rat actually fits in to the product itself. And then it says stations cage, right? So they're able to see which area of the, I don't know, like warehouse or whatever they found this rat in. And then say, okay, well, this is how it aligns. So Planet offers real-time pesticide use recording. So you're always ready for an audit. You're always able to pull up a log of which chemicals you used on which jobs. Tying those two things together, suddenly I'm like, okay, wow. So this does actually help me track where I've put, I don't know, rat poison in my warehouse. <laughs> Pretty useful. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd say that on a podcast, actually. <laughs> but, um, but basically, their whole solutions page is just really, really great. And this is so rare. They speak to the problems of their audience very directly. And each one is tailored to the specific needs of each segment of that audience. Jess, what do you think about the messaging generally on the site, though? Yeah, so I definitely agree with you in terms of the solutions pages and how they've really broken it out by industry. I think they've spoken really well to the pain points of each audience segment. On the homepage specifically, which I think is where a lot of they're driving a lot of traffic to, uh, it wasn't immediately clear to me what specifically they did. So kind of hero image and then the headline speak more to customer service specifically. So I thought that was interesting. And I know this is really more so on the messaging side and positioning, but they do have a lot of features and solutions that they offer in terms of specific use cases. Um, But it wasn't immediately clear to me what those were necessarily. So more of an end-to-end solution in terms of managing your home service business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, as you said, Planet is effectively, it's like a multi-tool for people who need to do home service. So it's right. it's got a bit of everything in it because really the needs of those businesses are sort of, in one sense, they're really diverse. Like most, I don't know, like snow removal businesses don't need to know where the rat poison is. Right. Right. But in the same kind of uh, breath, like they're probably using some sort of chemical at some point and maybe they're going to get audited for this thing or that thing, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of that industry in particular, but so they've got to have a little bit of everything in it, right? And it's kind of a blessing for customers that they do have kind of an all-in-one solution. Right. But for marketing teams, it's so challenging, right? So we end up with this kind of like end-to-end or all-in-one messaging that doesn't often speak to the actual needs of the customer, but they talk, and I think this is you know, just diving down into some of the stuff that you were saying that they talk about customer service mostly mm-hmm. and customer satisfaction. And it kind of made me think like, is this a tool for improving customer satisfaction or is this a tool for, you know, managing jobs, right? And there's a sort of disconnect there. And if I'm a buyer and I'm considering two pieces of software, one of them says, here's the outcome that you get, which is increased customer satisfaction. And then the other one says, use our all-in-one tool to do invoicing, text messaging, and I don't know, quotations for billing. I'm more likely to consider the second one because 
I go, yeah, that's what I actually want. Like, I, customer satisfaction is great, but I want that thing. Like, that's the tool set that I need. Right. We often see people go into the kind of the too abstract about the outcomes versus the way that they get to those outcomes. The best pages tie them together, though. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think if you look at some of the competitor solutions, they're really calling out it, maybe not necessarily in that headline, but definitely in the subheadline in terms of the capabilities around scheduling, invoicing, like quotes, things like that. Um, which I really think that Planet could benefit from is just the clarity around what the offering is and moving less away from the customer satisfaction component, as you said. Yeah, just pull in some of the stuff that they do perfectly on their solutions pages back into the homepage will probably improve their conversion rate overall because not everyone is going to go off and look at a solutions page. Like buyers don't always know where to look. In fact, they've optimized the URLs to kind of speak more to a search intent. So maybe people don't land on the website and then look at the solution pages specifically. They might look at the features pages, things like that. But so much of the work is done on the homepage itself. So I think what Planet could do is to drill down onto the pain points of their customers a little bit more and tie them to the features of the product versus just drilling down on the pain points and then saying, here's the outcome that they're going to get. And it's somewhere between where they are now with their solutions pages and where their competitors are saying what the kind of promises they're making that is like where they should be. So there's like they're halfway between two places is ideally where they, where they want to get to. Should we talk though a little bit about, as we're talking about acquisition, let's talk a little bit about paid media. What are you seeing for Planet right now? Sure. So I mean, we can see that their primary focus right now is on Google and Facebook in terms of the channels that they're advertising. And I think that that's the right choice for them, just knowing their target audience. I think it's important that they're advertising on paid search for anyone that's either that's solution aware and potentially even aware of their brand. And Facebook is likely going to be the second highest intent channel and in terms of targeting capabilities, uh, if you own a home service business, cleaning company, landscaping company, you're likely to be on Facebook because that's where your target audience is going to be. So I think that that's really a smart choice. One thing that you mentioned on the solutions pages and what they do really well from a messaging standpoint actually stood out to me from a copy perspective because what we're seeing they do really well in the solutions pages, they're actually doing less of that in their creative. So they have fantastic visuals that are specific to like a cleaning service company or landscaping or pet control. But the actual messaging on the creative is quite generic across each like industry or target audience. And so I think if they pulled in some of those pain points and the way that they solve for those problems that they have on the solutions pages to the creative itself, that would actually significantly improve the performance on, from a creative standpoint. Hmm. So like generic wise, talking about, so the image itself is... The text on the image says like manage your entire cleaning business from your phone. And then they've got mm -hmm. the same one for like lawn care with manage your entire lawn care business from your phone. And even the copy surrounding that. So finally a lawn care and landscaping service app that simplifies the entire job process. And the same thing for the 
other ones, right? Right. That's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So I really like the creative images themselves. I actually also like the manager entire cleaning service business from your phone. Uh, they've got a strong CTA on the creative, the visual itself, but there is room for more customization around the just like the primary text above the creative or even on search. I found a similar thing where they're not necessarily customizing the copy to what the user is actually searching for. So in the case of some of the features that they offer, like two-way text messaging or payment solutions, they have the same ad copy for both creative, where it's spend less time managing jobs and more time growing your home service business. But if I'm looking for a payment solution, I might be more interested in the integrations with the payment processing, how that works in combination with CRM or like specifics around that individual solution. So I think there's opportunity for more specificity there. That's interesting. So um, so that's like how you tailor for search and the kind of search intent. Mm-hmm. How do you think about that? I'm probably going to put you on the spot here, Jess, but uh, how do you think about that for social where you've got, I might be wrong here, but it feels like it's a little bit harder to tailor for kind of the equivalent of search intent on paid social. How do you kind of get around that? Yeah, so I think there's definitely a way in which you can curate copy that's going to speak to a specific audience. So if we're trying to segment cleaning services versus lawn care businesses, maybe there's a pain point around, the pain points actually might be the same. So we're thinking of like, I don't know, um, there's a high amount of inquiries that you can't actually manage on your own in terms of like, people looking to book your services, whatever the pain points would be, I would get more specific on that rather than something that is more generic, which is, as you mentioned, finally a cleaning service that simplifies the job. Or in the case of the search copy, it was less time managing jobs. I think that that's relatively broad. So I would try to drill down on what the key pain points are for that individual audience segment. It might potentially differ for like a cleaning service versus pest control, for example. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. So right now it's Google and Facebook for them, but where do you think that they should be investing their ad budget? Yeah, that's a great question. To be honest, I think that those are probably the two channels that we would recommend starting with as well. Obviously the intent is there on Google, but there's, from what I can see anyways, and again, we don't have access to the ad account. So we're somewhat limited in terms of really the company Pensiveness of our research. But from what I can see, they are bidding on keywords that are feature focused as opposed to potentially like software focused if somebody's looking for scheduling software or home service field service software. So I think there's opportunity for them there. But from a channel perspective, once they kind of capitalize on paid search for Google ads, there's potentially uh, an opportunity for them to move into Bing. I think it's a channel that's often missed. It's lower volume, but it could be more cost effective for them. And then the other one that I was looking into that I thought was interesting that I see they have a strong organic presence on is Captera. They're actually right now listed in 13 different categories on Captera, which I found was really interesting. Some of them are larger categories like scheduling software or CRMs for for small businesses, but other categories which might be more cost effective and potentially an opportunity for them to enter would be something like made software or 
I think there was actually one specifically to like pest control where they could potentially invest in a paid listing, which would have pretty high intent in comparison to, you know, somebody searching for that on Google as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that, you know, you can do that with the review sites, Captera in particular. And also sometimes people worry that if they've paid for a placement Mm -hmm. that people will just automatically scroll past that. But I don't think that in particular, people who don't think about marketing, like I don't think they think the same way as we do. Uh, Like if you're a marketer, you're probably a pretty well trained to see an ad and go, hey, maybe like they've paid a lot of money for that, but they're probably paying for it for a reason if they're not also ranking organically for it. Right. So that could be one concern. And we go, hey, we'll scroll past that. But a person who runs a lawn care business, like they want to get the job done. They don't, I don't think they care necessarily whether you've paid for that ad. So if you are in the consideration set, even against, you know, more established competitors, because you've paid for being in that consideration set, that's probably a great ROI for you, regardless of, you know, even if some people scroll past that thinking that's an ad. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with Captera specifically, as you mentioned, obviously as advertisers or marketers, we we can pick that out right away. But for Captera, it's not clear that it's actually a paid listing. Outside of just the the link that will take you to the website, the CTA is simply a different color. So unless you're actually kind of like trained to look for something like that, I think it would be pretty natural in terms of the user experience. Yeah, it's a, what is it? It's an orange button that says visit website versus view profile, right? Exactly. So that's such a sneaky little thing that they've done. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And it gives you the capability to take prospects to your site as opposed to just reviewing your listing. I think the challenge with Captera though, is that it can be a bit expensive depending on the category that you're bidding on or the category that you're like the space that you're trying to play in. But in their case, they're already listed organically in 13 different listings. So if they were to niche down into one of the more specific industry-focused categories, they may see that the CPCs would be reasonable for them in terms of potentially looking at maybe that position two, three, maybe even position four listing that could be a a cost-effective for them. Okay. All right. So is there anything that they are not doing already that you think that they should be doing? It's a great question. I think based off the research that I've done, there's probably more opportunity for them to expand what they're doing on paid search. From what I could see, they were bidding on keywords like texting, for example, which is quite broad and also very specific (laughs) to a feature that they have for one product line or solution. So there's probably a segment of the market they're really missing out on in terms of bidding on those keywords for people that are solution aware and are looking for like home service software or field service, like cleaning service software, things like that actually have a surprisingly decent volume, even if you were to break it down by the specific use cases or industry that they're focused on. So I think that there's a big gap there and that's definitely an opportunity for them. Okay. Yeah, I think that's good. You know, expanding what you already do versus adding new activity is often a great way to increase your investment, but also your return, right? So exactly. rather than trying to reinvent the wheel and factor in all that learning and kind of non-productive investment that you, you know, with obviously with paid media, sometimes it takes time to get things just 
right. So not having to start again and start that flywheel kind of going. That makes sense. All right, we're almost at the end here. But just to kind of summarize, it feels like Planet are doing a really, really good job in communicating the solutions that they provide to specific industries, but maybe are less communicating less clearly what they do for the whole set of customers. They could improve their performance on paid media by being more tailored to the specific audiences. So the opposite of their website, basically, they are communicating well, but not specifically to each buyer, even though they do do some stuff around changing the creative slightly. And then investing in Captera ads may be something that they could look at, as well as increasing and expanding what they're currently doing and probably doing quite well on paid search. I think that probably covers off everything, Jess. Did I leave anything out? No, I think you covered it. All right. Jess, it's been great. Thank you so much. That's all we got time for. We'll have you back again soon. Thanks for having me. Well, that's it for today. But friend, it doesn't have to end here. Because if you want to do something about your SaaS marketing, you should go to our website. We have heaps of in-depth blog posts, podcasts, and other resources about how to grow your demos, free trials, and signups with Demand Gen SEO or PPC. Now, if you want us to help you with that, you can book a SaaS scale session by clicking on the work with us button in the nav bar. Or you can follow me on Twitter at IamMarkThomas, that's Mark with a C, or follow our founder, Dev Basu, that's D-E-V-B-A-S-U. I'll see you next time for another episode of Insider Marketing.